So I have to tell you, I went to the uh, range here at the ranch uh, yesterday. First time I fired a gun in maybe two years, years, year and a half at least. Um, and <clears throat> the guys were, we were all together. My daughter was shooting with us. And I, out of, out of a clip of, I think my gun will hold 18 shots. I only missed two. And I swear to you, that's because of Mantis X. That's the only reason, because it's diminishing when you don't practice. And I've been practicing with, uh, with Mantis X, um, and it is something that is high-tech, easy to use. The military is using it now. It started with the Marines, and it is like having a Marine sharpshooter sitting next to you, analyzing everything you do. It's all done by your iPhone or your, your uh, laptop or iPad, um, and it analyzes in real time. And... 90% of the people, 94% of the shooters uh, improve within 20 minutes. Start improving today. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck oh, yeah. program. People, 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 we've got a show to do. Let's do some show business. Hello, America. It's uh, the Glenn Beck program. It is Thursday. Let me let me just tell you. Yesterday, I went to uh, Mission Impossible. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I won't spoil it. But it's starring Tom Cruise. Okay, there I said it. And it is, it's all about AI. And if you don't understand what AI does, well, you haven't talked to Kamala Harris, quite honestly. Because at the AI roundtable hosted by Kamala, oof, we learned a lot. And we begin there in 60 seconds. Alrighty. So let me tell you about Relief Factor Sleep. Sometimes good sleep is hard to come by. Uh, last night, I was laying in bed for about an hour and a half. My wife came in and said, do you need some Relief Factor Sleep? And I'm like, yes, please. I just could not shut my brain off. I think it was Tom Cruise. I think he's made a pact with the devil. He still looks so handsome. Anyway, uh, Relief Factor Sleep. It's natural, healthy sleep. It just reduces anxiety and distress, improves your mood, it promotes relaxation. 100% drug-free. Relief Factor Sleep. It's your first bottle. It's $19.95. 20 bucks to get the feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away into dreamland. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief or go to relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. Oh man. So I'm seeing the Tom Cruise movie and I'm like, "Hey, this is like the book Dark Future." 
this is really what our what the book is uh, talking about. Probably about half of it is the new technology and what AI can do and how it's going to be used to um, manipulate you in ways that you don't even know you're being manipulated. Uh, and it will predict everything. Now, I want to break this down, and I don't want to get too scientific. Stu, tell me if we get too scientific here. Sure, go ahead. Uh, you know, because <clears throat> once you go to Kamala Harris, it can get complex quickly. So the White House had a roundtable on artificial intelligence. And as Kamala would say, that's a table that is round. And I love roundtables. Anyway, uh, she's at a roundtable on artificial intelligence with some of the biggest minds on this. And here's how she explains it. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions no. um, that may be made through that process. Mm, no, no. But that's a cute little effort. She was born to be a first grade teacher. Don't you think? I mean, that's really I mean, I think that's the grade level where she topped out. Um, but she's perfect as a first grade teacher. I want to tell all of you experts about AI. First of all, it's two letters, two happy letters. One's an A, one's an I. What does that mean? Well, it's fancy. It's very fancy, kids. It AI, two letters, but it actually stands for two words <laughs> and words are made up of letters and this letter a means artificial that means fake and intelligence that means something i don't have she's born to be a first grade teacher because everything she says sounds like it's geared to a first grader my gosh. And then machine learning. This is let me tell you a little bit about machine learning. First of all, it's a machine. No, it's really not a machine. And I know you mean it as a machine, but it's not a machine. It's machines and it's learning. It's two words, a machine and learning. I didn't mean to put a uh, in front of machine because that would be three words, even though a uh, is just a letter and that letter is uh, a, but it doesn't stand for the same a as in artificial kids. So um, she says we can put stuff into it and we'll we'll know what comes out. That's not true. I don't know if she's ever heard of uh, AI hallucinations. That's what's happening with ChatGPT right now. We don't know how it works. Okay? The experts don't know. Now, I'm sure Kamala does because she's so smart. Uh, but nobody really knows how this works. It's a machine teaching itself. You put in information and then it learns on its own. This is something Elon Musk called summoning the demon. Now... 
I don't know. That sounds like something I would like to do every day. Summon the demon. Uh, This is from page 262 from the very uh, astute uh, writings of uh, one of the greatest scientific minds of today uh, named Glenn Beck. And here we are on book review. Uh, And we're just going to read a little bit uh, from this fantastic new book that is available everywhere, including glennsnewbook.com. Purchase it now. Uh, Depending on who you talk to, the development of artificial intelligence with human-like abilities is either considered to be the holy grail of technological achievements, the discovery that could unleash an unprecedented era of prosperity, or mark the beginning of the end of humanity. For example, at a symposium hosted by MIT, Elon Musk said, Artificial intelligence, AI, is really kind of a fancy thing. It's too late. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) He said it's akin to summoning the demon. He explained, I think we should be very careful about artificial intelligence. If I were to guess what our biggest existential threat is, it's probably that. So we need to be very careful with artificial intelligence. Increasingly, scientists think... There should be some regulatory oversight, maybe at the national and international level, just to make sure that we don't do something very foolish. Now, let me ask Elon Musk this. If I might depart from this brilliant, brilliant book, um, let me ask something. Uh, Do you want somebody like Kamala Harris or anybody in Congress? I like Chuck Schumer actually coming up with laws about it do you think they will even begin to understand it they can't work their iphone anyway scientists think there should be some regulatory oversight with artificial intelligence we are summoning the demon in all those stories where there's a guy with a pentagram and the holy water it's like yeah he's sure he can control the demon But it doesn't ever work out. Finally, a guy who's watched a movie. Stephen Hawking, perhaps more accomplished scientist of the past half century, warned the BBC the development of full artificial intelligence could spell the end of the human race. It would take off on its own and redesign itself at an ever-increasing rate. Humans who are limited by slow biological evolution could not compete and would be superseded. So we go deeply into this in uh, the new book and how it is going to work. But I I just I have to tell you, go watch Mission Impossible. The only problem with the Mission Impossible thing is, is like, don't worry. You know, all we got to do is we got to we can turn it off with its uh, original code. No, you can't. No, you can't. When, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vic Rames? Rhymes? What's the black guy in Mission Impossible? (gasps) Did he say black guy? Oh, my gosh. How dare him even notice color? Although he should notice color, because that's all that matters. If he doesn't notice color, he's a racist. If he does, he's a racist. Simultaneously, so anyway, the most and least important thing about a person, uh, Glenn, of course, is their skin color. Uh, Ving Rames, I believe, yeah. is who, who you're looking for. Ving Rames, yeah. Okay, so Ving says, you know, I've got it on this. I got it on this hard drive, but I got to go and get way away from anything online. 
And if I can track it down, I'm going to give it its original code and it'll shut it off. No, Ving, it doesn't work that way. See, the idea with artificial intelligence and the movie really, really makes a good case on what it will be like. It will know everything about you. It will be able to predict you because of companies like Google and Facebook. They are collecting mountains of information. Your refrigerator, if you have a new refrigerator and it's a smart uh, refrigerator, it's collecting information on you. So it will be able to predict you. It will know you and know exactly what you'll do. So it can, you can never escape it. Oh, well, we're going to use the original code. We're just going to reboot the system. That won't work because it will know you are going to try to do that. Yeah, that's the thing with AI. It just kind of tends to know exactly where you're going, right? Uh, and, uh, I, you know, despite the fact that we can come up with these easy, simple solutions, there's no there's no clarity long term whether this is going to actually play out in a way that benefits humanity or or really honestly turns into something that we want to keep around and the question is how far we get down this road do we eventually get to this place where they can't turn it around you know we can all kind of speculate here but the fact is that even scientists even people who have created ai even people who have gone down this road for decades who are the people who put this foundation together they don't even seem to know where this is going. And this, the mo probably the most terrifying part of all of this is even people, scientists like Kamala Harris don't even seem to know. I mean, Kamala seems to know that the A stands for artificial and the I stands for intelligence. But beyond that, we don't know how far this could go and what could occur. Uh, now, we know that machines are taught. That we know from Kamala Harris, but we don't necessarily know too much more than that. And I, I mean, you watch people uh, try to utilize this in their day-to-day -day lives. You know, I've, I've been talking to people about how they're using AI. And, and uh, one friend talked uh, about how she had to work on some project. It was, you know, a marketing newsletter type of project. And, you know, she's starting out. She didn't really want to get into it. She knew it was going to take a couple hours. And someone told her, well, why not try JetGPT? That'll, that'll knock it out in 30 seconds. And it did, and it was close, and her boss loved it. Hey, who knows where this goes? And you can, when you talk about, you know, look, Kamala Harris's point aside here, what you input really is important. At the end of the day, this is something that the left has realized. They remember going back to the early days of the internet and the early days of the internet were, you know, it was a wild west. And whatever reason, our government did one good thing, which was to kind of codify it as a wild west, to let this thing develop into what it's become, like the good and the bad. There's been plenty of bad with the internet. Well, what the left looks at, when they look at this, they say, and this is something that's talked about in Dark Future, what they see when they look at the, the story of the internet, is why didn't we wake up? Why didn't we get involved earlier? Why didn't we realize we should implement all of our left-wing ideology into this stuff at the very beginning and let it grow the way we want it to grow? They see it as a missed opportunity 
to put all this stuff in at the beginning. And now they're looking at AI as a second bite at the apple. Here comes AI. We can step in. We can put all this stuff in sort of at the recipe level. And then the cake comes out on the other side uh, of the oven uh, with uh, that tastes a little bit more friendly to the way we want it to taste. They're seeing this as a giant opportunity, and that is sort of where we are now. I will say, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He did a, um, he was asked, he was talking to, uh, trying to figure out something with AI and decided to ask it, I think, a pretty important question, which was if you needed to travel 300 miles and there's two groups trying to travel this 300 miles, one group was riding on a camel, the other group, was riding on 1,000 bunny rabbits. And the question was, who gets there first? Well, AI did the math on this. They crunched the numbers and said, the, of course, the people traveling on the 1,000 bunny rabbits would get there first because, you know, that's 1,000 bunny rabbits and they did 1,000 times whatever it is, 10 miles an hour and came up with, it would, they would do the 300 miles in 18 minutes. And the camel would take much longer than that. Now, we are at the very beginning of this, where they still think you can ride bunny rabbits for 300 miles. But soon, we are going to be at a place where AI is able to do a lot of these tasks much more competently. And also is going to be something that is very difficult for this society to resist. I think at times we overwhelm, we kind of... We look at, I don't know, the people that we hang out with. Maybe, uh, maybe you're hanging out with a lot of people who are pretty smart. But think about the average person. The average person who is maybe the, the average person who voted for Joe Biden in 2020. That person. Picture them in your mind for a second. Is that a person who's going to resist the charms of AI? Do you have confidence in that? Because I certainly don't. <laughs> I don't know. I... We are not at a place, this is, this is not the Ben Franklin times where everyone knew the Constitution and everyone knew the history that went into building the Constitution. You go back and look at the school tests from these ages and you'd see things that were absolutely stunning, shocking, that the, that the average person knew. Advanced mathematics and, and history and philosophy, that's all gone. Like, right now, the main point of contention between people is which Kardashian's, you know, butt are you looking at at an Instagram post? That's essentially the main amount of research most of America does. And we have to look at them and somehow figure out whether they're going to be able to pull off the resistance of AI technology. They're not. And the left knows this. And so they're working very, very hard to uh, put together a a foundation that feeds what they want out of the future. A lot of this is talked about in Dark Future. It's available now, by the way, uh, everywhere across the country in bookstores or wherever you get your books online. Make sure to check it out. So Nancy wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She says, my dog eats everything in sight, so getting her to eat was not a problem. My concern was having a healthy meal choice 
that will keep her with us as long as possible. She loves the Rough Greens and continues to lick her food bowl long after the food is gone. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Uh, Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement. It's developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you sprinkle this on the dog food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens, and this is filled with vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens already. Most dogs love it and will go crazy for it. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. They're going to give you a your first trial bag for free. That is right. Free right now. All you have to do is pay the shipping. 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Give them a call today for Rough Greens. 10 seconds, station ID. So here's the here's the thing about AI that everybody should be aware of that. Um, let, let me go to a TED talk again. This is um, uh, from the new book, Dark Future. This often characterizes a fear that armies of malicious robots will attack us. But that isn't the most likely scenario. It's not our machines that will become spontaneous, uh, spontaneously um, uh, malevolent. The concern is really that we build machines that are so much more competent than we are that the slightest diversions between the goals and our own could destroy us. Why would AI want to destroy or control the humans who created it? This is what Sam Harris says. Just think about how we relate to ants. We don't hate them. We don't go out of our way to harm them. In fact, sometimes we take pains not to harm them. We just step over them on the sidewalk, but whenever their presence seriously conflicts with one of our goals, we annihilate them without any qualms. The concern is that one day we will build machines that could treat us with similar disregard. It is crucial to realize that the rate of progress doesn't matter. It does. Any progress is enough to get us into the end zone. We don't need Moore's Law to continue. We don't need exponential progress. We just need to keep going. So we'll do this if we can. The train is already out of the station and there is no brake to pull. Which brings me back again to Mission Impossible. If you want an easy way to see it in a movie form, your dark future, watch Mission Impossible. But it is much, much deeper than that get all of that information in my new book dark future you can get it at lensnewbook.com program all right uh our sponsor this half hour is my pillow did you see that uh Stu, did you see the news about mike lindell and how he is really struggling right now because all of these big companies canceled him oh and the left and the media are celebrating it oh, oh yeah. celebrating mm-hmm. celebrating uh, he's having a big special right now, celebrating their 20th anniversary, and uh, I think we should support Mike Lindell, quite honestly. Um, he's got some great specials going on right now. If you use the promo code BECK, you're going to get the lowest price ever on a queen-size MyPillow. Regular price is $69.98. You're going to get it for $19.98, and the king size is just $10 more. You'll also find deep discounts on other amazing MyPillow products. Um, again... 
I don't have a problem with people disagreeing with Mike Lindell. I have a problem with the organized canceling of people, which they're trying to do to Mike Lindell and put him out of business. I want you to call 800-966-3117. Use the promo code BECK. Get your pillows, slippers. They got all kinds of stuff on sale at MyPillow.com. 800-966-3117. Dark Future. Uncovering the Great Reset's terrifying next phase is available in bookstores now. Don't miss it. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Thursday. Tomorrow, we are covering the Family Leaders uh, Summit. And that is the presidential forum of the 2024 primaries. And uh, the forum is going to be moderated by Tucker Carlson. I will be there. Stu will be there in Iowa tomorrow. Uh, and we'll be covering that live. And then uh, I believe it's 5 o'clock or I think it's 5 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we'll be exclusively on Blaze TV for Blaze subscribers. And I'll be doing a live uh, interview with Tucker Carlson. I worked all day yesterday on questions for Tucker. I, I want to know um, deeper things than I think uh, um, others might ask Tucker. I, I think he is uh, he's a fascinating guy, fascinating guy. And uh, I think he is one of the only guys that is, was on the mainstream media that's telling you the absolute truth as he understands it. Uh, but there's a lot to talk about that'll be available for Blaze TV subscribers only. However, the uh, the entire thing will be on our YouTube channel, uh, so you'll be able to watch that, but not the uh, Tucker Carlson exclusive interview. That'll only be for Blaze TV subscribers. You can save thirty dollars right now on your annual subscription. Uh, just use the promo code "Will Not Be Censored." So we were talking about artificial uh, intelligence a minute ago and and the dangers that it is posing. Now, the White House just had their roundtable with Kamala Harris, who is so brilliant. She wanted to tell everybody that was there, you know, the people working on artificial intelligence, that artificial intelligence is a fancy thing. First of all, it's two letters, an A and an I. Oh, my gosh. I want to go a little deeper than that. And I, I actually want to reach out to you for some help on this. This is something that I've been working on for, in my head, for at least 10 years. And uh, I just need the AI or the VR experts. Um, we're having a hard time finding the VR experts that will work with us and, and at a top level. Um, and I've already raised the money to be able to do this. I have the money to do it. I just need the, a, the a VR experts to help. Listen to this. This is uh, 272 from Dark Future. Consider some of the latest advancements in virtual reality. As I mentioned in Chapter 4, virtual reality allows users to put themselves in diverse situations, experiences, and places, not just in the modern era, but across time. It's an incredibly uh, exciting technology, but also provides opportunities for institutions to further embed racial and radical ideas into unsuspecting users. What were they talking about at the White House yesterday? 
to make sure that their racial and radical ideas are fed in to AI. It's one thing to teach adults and children that America is systemically a racist place, but what if you could make them experience this ideological view of the country firsthand in a simulated environment that is presented as being as close to possible as real life? Although VR technology still has a lot of room to grow, there are already numerous efforts underway to utilize VR to advance various social justice narratives. The Washington Post reported in April 2022 that tech companies such as Vantage Point are now using VR training programs to teach employees at corporations across the country what it feels like to be discriminated against. Now, I want to just pause here for a second. I have no problem with this idea i mean i i don't like discrimination either but we're not talking about discrimination without teaching discrimination is the answer to discrimination you know what i'm saying so you can step into the shoes of what it feels like to be a black man Okay, this is what Vantage Point, the the chief executive, said. We can push users to the point of slight discomfort. We've created an experience where they are engaging and they want to do something and they can actually teach them what something is. The Post reported that Mercer was inspired to create the VR training program after traveling to Italy, making a derogatory remark about immigrants. Her Ethiopian friend and traveling partner got angry at her prompting the uh, conversation that made Mercer realize her error and the power of emotional reactions. Around the same time, the Post reported, she started admiring the advances in virtual reality technology, most notably when she was watching a horror movie and screaming because it felt so real. If we can create situations and experiences that are this emotionally compelling for other applications, why aren't we doing this for training and education? That was my aha moment. So what they're talking about doing now, and several universities and several companies, in fact, the University of Maryland uh, is working on this. They are doing labs, which are being uh, led by sociology professors, uh, and they are making virtual reality um, training courses for children about police and about racial justice and they are trying to get your kids to feel i really think this is why kids cut themselves i have no idea honestly why they cut themselves but i think it's because they want to feel something they need to feel reality and virtual reality is only going to make things worse i think because it's not real but it will feel real if you've ever been through real virtual reality, I mean, the best of the best, it feels like you are there, um, especially when you put it into, you know, take it out of your, uh, take it out of your, your uh, uh, home and you put it in a setting where everything is made to help you feel it, the spray of the water on your face or the heat as you're walking towards lava or whatever it is. Let me, let me again appeal to anyone who happens to be listening that is at a very high level that can create these things and would like to create them to teach 
real history. It is so critical that we teach history and it's accurate history. Um, and our kids will not learn it. I mean, I, I watched, I, when I was doing the museum for a couple of weeks, I watched, I, <laughs> I dressed up like an old man, which wasn't a stretch for me. Uh, and uh, I put myself in a wheelchair and somebody was pushing me around like I was just an old guy, but I wasn't watching the, the museum or the presenters. I was watching specifically the kids, not in a creepy Joe Biden way, um, but I was watching the kids to see where did we lose them? Where did we gain them? And the suggestions I had uh, that, you know, others gave to me was were very good suggestions like, well, let's do some tactile things. Let's have them, uh, you, know, uh, you know, do whatever. So they're involved in it. But to me, that's for maybe for little, little kids kids are different now uh and i really think vr is the way to go if you have any of those skills would you please contact us reach out to me um you can reach out right now on the phone number eight to uh what is it 888-727-BECK and just leave a message with our um uh, with our phone screeners but please don't do it unless you are top shelf um we have the money to do it they are already ahead doing this i've wanted to do this for 10 years um but as i said getting those people to actually uh work on a not a conservative but an actual uh program to teach actual history it will change everything absolutely everything uh this is the world that we are entering it is last night's tv show i I hope you got a chance to see it it's available still on youtube if you're a subscriber you can find it at blaze tv last night was a really important one we talked about dark future but i explained the fourth industrial revolution and showed you what that really meant um how much of a change is truly coming and no one is really explaining this to you and you need to understand the reality this is no longer science fiction this is no longer prediction this is coming it is we are at the doorstep of radical change and if we don't implant uh the values Remember, as you'll read in Dark Future, the World Economic Forum and the United Nations and even our own nation and our own administration are doing everything they can to destroy and then recraft values. They are going away from the traditional family. You know all of this stuff. They're, they're teaching our kids new values And once they have artificial intelligence, once they have embedded this in artificial intelligence, um, we're in trouble. And not just for the reasons why that you might think, not just because they'll know who you are and what you think and they'll be able to, you know, ESG you to death. 
that's all true but we're teaching our computers and we're teaching our algorithm and artificial intelligence to lie that's not going to work out well we're teaching it to lie to us to change the algorithm to give us the outcome we desire not the outcome it thinks uh is the best and we are entering on top of that a new expert class one that can never be argued with remember you were called a science denier for questioning anything about wuhan you are you a are you a scientist uh, uh, uh i'm sorry do do you do experiments uh in your own home are uh, you're you're a biologist you uh, study bacteria you study viruses well no well then what do you know nothing no you know people have some common sense in them and sometimes the experts miss this if this is the way they're treating you when anthony fauci is the expert and claims to be science what do you think is going to happen when there is an expert that you do not know how it arrives at its solutions or its uh its um uh answers and it's using quantum computing and it is much smarter than you who is going to argue with it who you're going to be forced to listen to that expert all right, more in just a second. Stand by. First, uh, our sponsor. This half hour is Car Shield. If your car is no longer covered under its warranty, you know what that makes you? It makes you beholden to the car mechanics. Yeah, I tell you that your car is gone. I'm using a technical word here. It's gone kaput. And uh, we need to change the defibrillator. And I don't know if you know much about a defibrillator, but they're very expensive right now. I really don't want to be hostage uh, to a mechanic. Uh, what do you do? You're going to go buy a new car? You can't afford a new car. Heck, you can't even afford a used car at this point. Car Shield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers more parts than ever before. And you'll want them when those costly repairs are needed. You can also count on Car Shield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast -coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So lock in your price today and it'll never go up. Car Shield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have with Car Shield at 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash back. Save 20% now. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash back. Glenn Beck. So think back, when is the last time you checked the legal status of your title? Never, never a clock is maybe that time. Um, if you're one of those people who don't think about this, like pretty much everybody, you are probably in need of home title lock. And, and I'll tell you why. Home title fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. And it's a scary crime because it is, the consequences are so huge. This is not like someone steals your credit card and they you know charge a couple Papa John's pizzas on it and 
you got to go and say, hey, I didn't buy these, and then the money gets refunded. This is a long-term process to try to unwind if you get hit with this particular crime. And the numbers are huge. You're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you're one of the people who have kind of gone down the road and, and do, done things the right way, you've made your mortgage payments every month, you've built up equity, you are the like central target for this. Because if you've got a bunch of equity, they can sign a couple of forms and transfer ownership to some hacker, and all of a sudden, you are out of luck. Home Title Lock helps you protect against this. Home Title Lock puts a shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. You need to verify that you aren't already a victim of this crime. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. You get 30 risk-free days of access and protection. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Protect yourself with HomeTitleLock.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You know, I, uh, I am a huge fan of Walt Disney, and that's why I celebrate the uh, destruction of Disney uh, and everything uh, Disney. You know, the problem is they're never going to get uh, anybody in there to fix that thing because it's, it's, they've, the cancer is through the entire system now, and Bob Iger is, is part of that. Uh, you know, he is probably the problem. Uh, and, uh, and what are they going to do? They're going to bring in somebody else. And what they do is they just switch chairs. They'll you, if you ran the parks or you ran the movies, uh, then you run the parks, then you run ABC news, then you become chairman. That's just the way it works. They need outside blood, um, to get rid of, of everything. They really still don't know why Indiana Jones has bombed. They really don't know why they're blaming it on the price. And I think that has something to do with it. Um, but they don't know why their parks are suffering this summer. It's not only the price that is so high and people can't afford. You're no longer appealing to the heartland. So who are your customers? Who are your customers, Disney? They're going for this rich elite, and that's not going to fill your park all the time. And it couldn't happen to a nicer group of people, quite honestly. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Disney, uh, the equity activists, are outraged that white guilt has run out. Uh, Disney and Netflix are forcing out their DEI chiefs. And they're all black women, so of course it's racist. It has nothing to do with DEI destroying these companies. Why? Because it's a Marxist idea. It won't work with capitalism. You've got to force this onto companies and then force this as your only choice for a consumer. And luckily, there's enough of us that are waking up and saying, I don't want anything to do with that. By the way, Bud Light, it's spreading now to all Anheuser-Busch products. And it... The Glenn Beck Program. You've heard me talk a lot about Jace, the Jace case from Jace Medical. <clears throat> it holds five of the most important antibiotics for emergency use. Um, we are entering a time where there are shortages of antibiotics. I can't recommend this enough. 
However, they've also launched a new product called Jace Daily. This is a a prescription supply service that allows you to get up to a 12-month backup supply of your prescription medication in case of an emergency. Covers a whole bunch of medications, cholesterol, diabetes, heart health, blood pressure, mental health. It is so important. Your order will be reviewed by a certified healthcare professional delivered right to your door. Get the peace of mind by having a long-term supply of the things that are keeping you alive, you healthy, happy, and your family as well. For your sake and your family's sake, please be prepared. Go to jacemedical.com and enter the promo code BECK. J-A-S-E medical, J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code BECK. jacemedical.com. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Joe Biden was in Lithuania uh, yesterday, and he said climate change is the single greatest threat to humanity. It is real. It is serious. No joke. And we don't have a lot of time. That's why Maxine Waters said this yesterday, cut one. It's become a dirty word for corporate America. It's gotten so politicized. It certainly has gotten politicized and it's unfortunate because it's inevitable uh, that everyone is going to have to participate in dealing with the environmental crisis, social uh, activity, and of course, uh, corporate governance. And so even if these attempts uh, to deny or to delay are taking place in the in the final analysis, we're going to have to have ESG. And so, yes, uh, we're paying a lot of attention to it. Uh, we're going to fight back against these attempts to deny or destroy uh, the whole idea of environmental, uh, social and governance. Uh, but. Uh, we have to do it in order to save this planet. Okay, so I want you to know ESG was a conspiracy theory, right? It was a conspiracy theory. There's no such thing, and certainly you won't have to deal with it. Here she is saying, quote, everyone is going to have to participate in dealing with the environmental, social, and of course, corporate governance. That's E. SG, which will absolutely take your freedom away. Now, who do we believe? And they think that we're conspiracy theorists. But they keep telling us that these are conspiracy theories, and then they turn out to be absolutely true, and they act like we've always known it to be true. 
Now let's go to the FBI. Who do you trust? In 60 seconds. Our sponsor this half hour is Good Ranchers. Look, our farmers and our ranchers are in trouble, uh, real trouble. Uh, we are now looking at a time when fertilizer is a problem. It's caused by our federal government. Our federal government is coming hard on ranchers. You've got just a few. Uh, you've got three or four uh, suppliers for meat processing, and they're all trying to box out our ranchers and just kill them. And now you got corporate ranches coming. We've got to reverse this, and you've got to do it with your stomach and your dollar. Buy your meat from good ranchers. They're all American ranchers. So that you are supporting the farm. You're supporting the ranchers. You're supporting America and keeping us secure on our food. And as an added bonus, for every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. So if you're looking for delicious beef, chicken, seafood, entirely from American farmers and ranchers, go to Good Ranchers. You'll use the promo code BECK and you'll get $30 off of any box and they'll lock in your price. So as the prices of meat and everything else goes up, your price will remain the same. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com. All right. So I want to talk to you a little bit about who do you believe? And when I ask you these questions about the FBI, you only have two choices. You have the choice that they are lying to you or they're completely incompetent. Either way, they should all be fired. Okay, we should clean house either way. You don't want to believe the conspiracy theory that uh, they're doing this intentionally. That's fine. That's fine. Then you must admit that they're completely incompetent. Let me take on the cocaine scandal at the White House. This is clearly now a cover up. The Secret Service is now going to brief Congress today on what they can talk about, but they have to be very careful because it's an ongoing investigation. I am so sick of hearing the FBI say it's an ongoing investigation when they leak everything else about investigations that help the left. And then when you have some pretty serious evidence like, oh, I don't know, videotape, of the president's son weighing crack cocaine with a hooker, it's an ongoing investigation. So let's look at the cocaine thing. First of all, most people have never been to the White House, and I have been blessed to be at the White House several times. Uh, and let me explain how this works. When you go into the White House, unless you are a government official, and I mean very high level, or a family member, you go through everything but a rectal cavity search, okay? You take everything out of your pockets. You know, you're at the airport. It's almost the same thing. Do you have anything in your pockets? Take it out of your pockets. Uh, do you have any metal on you? They go through your purse, your briefcase, everything. So the Secret Service is either not doing their job and cocaine got past them 
or somebody that doesn't have to go through that search brought the cocaine in. There's only two answers for that. Now, once you get past the uh, line to get into the White House, and I'm talking not about a tour, okay? I'm talking about the executive wing. The tours don't take you to the Oval. They don't take you to the, uh, to the Situation Room. I have only been in that area once, and it was for a tour, but it was a private tour given to me because at the time they thought I was somebody. So I'm, I know this part of the White House. There's two ways you get into the um, executive offices. Well, there's more than two, but for you and me, there's really two ways. You either enter the front, which you come in, and I can't remember which one is the front and which one is the back, because once you're inside, you don't, it doesn't compute. But the, the front side is for the, um, the, executives like uh, the vice president and the presidential family, because you can park right there. And you walk into this area that used to be the swimming pool and now is right there at the situation room. So you park your car, if I didn't do this, but if you were the vice president, if you are in a motorcade, you come in that way. And you come in and right down to your right you is a little hallway. You turn that way and you turn for just a little bit and then you turn right again and that's the situation room. Now this is where they said the cocaine was found originally by, sorry, by the library. <laughs> the library is even uh, as secure as this. If you're a family member, you're going into the library. This is a private library. Then they said they found it outside of the situation room. Either way, you're having a problem getting to the library. The library is you are coming in uh, in that round little oval that the president has been doing speeches from or, or press conferences from. Uh, and it's got the fireplace behind him. It's not the Oval Office. It's another Oval Room. And you go in there, and uh, it's a very small room. And you're coming from the outside there. Right outside of that, there is a Secret Service desk that you have to go by. If you would go out of that room and take a right, you would be at the library. Again, Secret Service is everywhere. Now... They say it's the Situation Room. Well, that's even more secure than the library, and the library's very secure. By the way, cameras everywhere. Then they said, well, no, it was at the entrance. But they're talking about the more public entrance where you have a desk that you have to check in with. So if you went that way, you have to check in at a desk. You've already gone through the cavity search. However, you have secret service there because you have to check your cell phone and everything else. And there's little cubbies there, and there are secret service people there. And it's a very small little room. If you drop your cocaine, somebody's going to notice it. Okay. Now, the secret service 
tells us three different locations. Are they that incompetent? Or is this a cover-up? Next, they won't even tell us if they've dusted for prints. You can dust for prints and run a set of prints in about an hour. How many hours has it been since they found the bag of cocaine? Now, I just want to say, they won't even say if they've dusted. If they haven't, they should be fired. If they have and didn't find any prints, then they should go back through the videotape of everybody who's coming through that door and look for the person that is wearing gloves in the summer or rubber gloves. Because if it's in your pocket and it falls out, there should be prints on the bag. I don't know a lot of cocaine users, um, well, currently, but I will tell you that I was never worried with my bag of cocaine that my prints were on it because I was out of control in the first place. So... Were they wearing rubber gloves, or did they not dust for prints? If they did dust for prints, why haven't they looked for the rubber glove person that is on the videotape coming into the White House? Or why haven't they told us who the prints match? And I know you can do that in a couple of hours, probably an hour, but a couple of hours, especially if you're the Secret Service. Why don't we know that there were no prints or there were prints? Why don't we know that? We know exactly who was in those hallways at the time that that we know it. We don't, you and I, but they do. Hmm. So let me go through this. So we have the Secret Service, and they just can't find the person in the most secure building in the world, not by the kitchens, not by the dumpster, but in the most secure building in the world, in the most secure area of the most secure building in the world. And they say they have no idea. They just can't find it. But they also, the FBI, has now had how many years to find the person with a pipe bomb? They still don't know anything. And they don't know the chain of custody for the videotape because the videotape was edited. They don't even know how that happened. How did they they possibly... Um, uh, have the phone information corrupted on the cell phone. What an odd string of coincidence. Now, you'd think they'd be able to track these things down. You'd think that when they got grandma, because of the cell phone uh, triangulation, and all of the videotape that they have, they could get a grandmother in Nebraska and bust her ass within a couple of weeks. They still can't find the 
wow, the pipe bomb guy. They can't find the guy on the top of the scaffolding. That's really weird. But that's, that's not all. They're not sure if there were even any undercover agents from the FBI. They're not sure? That's your testimony? If that is true, you should be fired for incompetence. But we know that's not true. How do they get away with it? Well, it's an ongoing investigation. But at some point, you need to say, you know, you're really bad at these ongoing investigations because you've had an ongoing investigation on Hunter Biden for how many years? And you still don't know what everyone in the public knows. That crimes were committed. I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. And they wonder why Americans are buying into conspiracies. There's a difference between a conspiracy theory and a conspiracy fact. I'm pretty sure with the FBI and the justice system, we are now looking at conspiracy facts. I'm anxious to see what they come out with with the bag of cocaine. More in just a second. Sponsor this half hour is real estate agents I trust. When you're doing something really, really complicated and difficult, uh, and maybe even a little scary, it's nice to have a partner, somebody who will be there, and you know they'll be there when you need it, um, but also somebody who has done it over and over and over again. I can't tell you how many times I have noticed when it comes to buying and selling a home uh, that I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to interview for the right person to represent me when buying a house. I don't even know who to trust. This is why we started Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is my company. Real Estate Agents I Trust, we wanted to find a way to connect you to the right kind of agent, the one that has the experience, the one that has the ethics, the one that has your sensibilities as well. People like you and me, most of them are fans of the program, and they're very knowledgeable, they're very helpful, they go the extra mile, and uh, they have the secret sauce. They know what it takes to get your uh, home sold fast and for the most amount of money and get you into the right house, wherever you're moving, across the street or across the country. We'll find the right agent for you, a free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So yesterday, um, the FBI director was in the hot seat uh, for quite a while. It didn't seem to bother him at all, um, but uh, he was asked at the hearing if he was protecting the Bidens. Here's uh, Christopher Ray. Listen. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? 
Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no oh, hold interest on. in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. I happen to agree with him. How else do you answer that, Stu? Uh, it's perplexing. I mean, have we even... Has anyone even tried to force someone in the Biden family administration to acknowledge that it's a real message? Have we even no. had now it, there's no indication that it's anything other than real, but they haven't even tried to confirm its accuracy yet because they know it is real. Yeah, that says everyone knows this is real. Mm -hmm. Listen to listen to Massey taking him on with the uh, pipe bomb. Interview with Assistant Director Stephen Duantuano. Chairman Jordan and I sent you a letter a month ago. Some of the information that we found in that interview was that phone data that could have helped to identify the pipe bomber was corrupted, was unusable. Uh, he also wasn't sure who found or how the second bomb was found at the DNC. Do you know how the second bomb was found at the DNC? And, and when do you plan on answering our letter? Well, as to the letter, I, I will uh, work with the department to make sure oh, we can sure. figure out what information we can provide. As you know, this is a very active, ongoing investigation, and there are some restrictions on that. But we yes, will we can handle classified information, it's, and we fund your department, and so you need to provide that. I, it's not, respectfully, it's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, which is something that by longstanding department policy we are restricted in doing. And in fact, the last administration actually strengthened those policies partly That's because... That's not our policy, though, and we fund you, so let's move on. I could do you know how the second pipe bomb... Do you, can you tell us how the second pipe bomb was found at the DNC? I, again, I'm not going to get into that here. 900 days ago is when this happened, and you said you had total confidence we'd apprehend the subject. It's amazing it is amazing congress needs to remember they fund them cut their funding they're either lying to you or they're completely incompetent either way congress needs to shut their money off the glenn back program and those are the only two ways you can look at it my friend only two ways where is everybody all right let me tell you about patriot mobile you have to decide for yourself where and when you can make a stand against the insanity that's going on what are you willing to put up with what crosses the line for you this can be really hard when it comes to dealing with businesses because a lot of them you have to choose between good service or not having it or good service or bad service Fortunately, that is doesn't have to be the case. It is not the case with your cell phone service. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area without any of the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message. Do you hear me now? 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes it really easy. Keep your phone, keep your number, just call them right now. 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT, or patriotmobile.com slash Beck. 878-PATRIOT. 
It's the first presidential forum of the 2024 elections. It's happening tomorrow on Blaze TV. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The code is will not be censored. So let me take you back to the scientific method. That is a procedure that comes from the 17th 17th century, and it is systematic observation, measurement, experiment, and then formulation. You formulate a theory. We have done this. We look at the FBI. We look at the action or inaction. We measure it. We look at it again from all sides. And then you have to ask yourself, are they incompetent or are they doing this intentionally? My theory is, my hypothesis is that they are uh, corrupt. Now, that theory could be wrong. But we have to answer and no one is answering. Nobody is saying all they're saying is. That theory is wrong. That's a conspiracy theory. Okay. Then you would you ask if they're just really super incompetent? Because they seem to be very, very good at rounding people up that, you know, have, uh, have, have been in the hallway of an abortion clinic praying. They're good at that. They can get those guys right away. They're trying to tell us that they're the greatest law enforcement agency in the world, but they can't figure out who brought cocaine in. That doesn't match. So which is it? Now, let's look at a couple of other things. The DOJ, the same people, they've just quietly removed a significant portion of their page on child sex trafficking including information on the international sex trafficking of minors, the domestic sex trafficking of minors, and child victims of prostitution. Now, why, at a time when we have more child sex trafficking than we've ever had before, when Americans are the biggest buyers of children sex uh, favors, why would you take that down? What prompted that? Hmm. Why? Why would you do that unless you don't really think it's a problem? You think this is just prostitution and prostitution is just a choice. Is that the reason? Because I have evidence that you say things like that all the time. I, I have evidence that you're teaching our youngest children that it is their choice to have sex at any time, even with adults. So that's what your actions and your own words have shown me. Now you're removing important parts of sex trafficking of minors from the Department of Justice website. And at the same time, you have the California Assembly, the Senate Bill 14, which would make the human trafficking of children a serious felony. They decided that they would block that, the Democrats. 
blocked the Senate bill, Senate Bill 14 in California, that makes child trafficking a serious felony. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And let me ask you another thing. Are we truly a republic? And here's why I ask that. A republic hires representatives and they represent you when's the last time you felt anyone was really truly representing you that was working for real justice to put the bad guys behind bars and leave the good guys alone as they squash senate bill 14 i just don't think it's a coincidence a mighty coincidence maybe the DOJ is erasing the child sex trafficking information from their website. And at the same time, the Sounds of Freedom is the number one movie in the country. That's about rounding up predators who are engaged in child sex trafficking. And what does the media say? They say that's a QAnon uh, movie. What does that mean? QAnon, I think, wasn't that the origin of Pizzagate? So are they saying that child sex trafficking is not really a problem? Because that's what I'm now hearing from the DOJ and what I'm now hearing from the Senate in California. So what's going on here? And are you being represented? The Sounds of Freedom is the number one movie in America. What's happening? It's really incredible. Uh, you know, and, and you think part of me wonders how much of it's just politics, right? Where they're saying, well, uh, mm -hmm. you're just trying to blame uh, it was child trafficking on Democrats in their pizza restaurants, and that's what? why we're skeptical of your movie, which is hilarious because, you know, this is something that was, I thought was really something we could easily agree on. There's very little out there uh, that yeah. you can. You'd think stopping child trafficking uh, would be part of that. It's pretty easy. It's mm -hmm. amazing that one of our two major parties seems to be taking, they're zagging when it comes to child trafficking, like I thought we all were going to zig and they're zagging on the child trafficking well, thing. I mean, Stu, let's again use the scientific method. Mm. They're for drag shows with children. Mm. They are for exposing children to all kinds of things that no child, let alone a child in the third grade, should be exposed to. They are mutilating our children. And at the same time, they're lowering the standards for child sex trafficking and calling a movie that is breaking up sex traffickers and putting them behind bars a conspiracy theory. It's really fascinating. I mean, I, uh, you know, the, people have been posting like the, there's a report, I think it was from 60 Minutes uh, 2014 about Tim Ballard's organization. That is the foundation of this movie. And it's just exactly what you would think it would be right it's like hey here are people trying to stop child trafficking isn't this great <laughs> like that's the way it was no. that was the tone back then and that has changed in in less than a decade um have you considered your own role in this glenn 
in child sex trafficking? Well, no, not uh, no. no I, I, I don't hope you don't have to a consider role that in... one. No, I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about because I... because the politics of it is interesting, and you know, I do think what you point out with all of that evidence and all of the different ways this is happening, I do think that is definitely a factor. But part of it too, I think, is if they give credit to Tim Ballard, they are required then to give credit to you, to this audience for making a huge difference and and stopping all of these incidents from happening around the world. Like, they don't like doing that. They don't like pointing out. Yeah, I think, I don't think that that they have to give credit. I think Tim Ballard um, has been made into a political figure. And my attachment, Donald Trump's attachment, anybody's attachment to this. And he reaches out to Democrats all the time. He doesn't care who supports him. You know, I mean, I think he would if it was a drug cartel or human traffickers. But he doesn't care who supports him politically. He wants everybody. This is the this is what I told him when he started. This may be the only thing that can unite our country again, because everyone, everyone knows sex with children is bad. But I'm not sure we know that anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's possible to to unite people over this anymore. I think that's gone. Um, but when you look at the, you know, Tim Ballard's been doing interviews about this story, and, and it's a, it's an amazing story, not only just from the, the child trafficking part of this, but also uh, the movie angle of this. This is a movie that you, I remember you telling me you saw in like 2018, years and years ago, it was oh, yeah. done. And you're like, this is great. You're going to, this is going to be in a huge movie. And, you know, Disney shelved it after merging with 20th Century Fox, shelved it and basically gave it away for nothing. And then have watched them watch this movie kick the butt of their three hundred and fifty million dollar Harrison Ford uh, vehicle yep. uh, with Indiana Jones. But listen to t- Tim Ballard, and this is something that while everyone's celebrating this movie, it's important to understand how this happened. This is Tim Ballard talking about the movie. He said, "Glenn Beck, bless his heart, who raised the money for us so that we could e- that so that we could even do the operation because I had no money to do it. In the end, it was unbelievable." We rescued over 120 women and children, talking about the specific operation. Another uh, quote from Tim. Uh, During an interview uh, with Angel Studios uh, CEO Neil Harmon, Ballard said that Glenn Beck started to help him raise money as he was in the process of leaving his job as a special agent with the Department of Homeland Security. He said that Beck was even in the original script for the film... But the scene was oh, cut wow. in order to fit everything in. Now, that is the smartest thing maybe Tim Ballard's ever done or whoever did made that decision. Yes. Get Glenn back out of all movie scripts. who would they have gotten to play me? How, who would they have gotten to play me? I mean, Cary Grant's dead. Chris Farley, I, I is he available? Uh, uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Bring him back. Uh, have you seen the documentary? Somebody said to me the other day, have you seen the Netflix documentary on this? And I haven't. No, I haven't either. Apparently, I'm in it. I don't even. I don't even remember that. That's um, weird. Well, I don't know if it's. I, I don't I will, know if it's old footage or if it's. I, I don't know what it is. I will say uh, but, it's. You know, is that's a good way to be on Netflix. Uh, uh, maybe you know, fighting child trafficking. I will say my Netflix debut occurred when I was shown in a scene about the Boston bombing. Uh, thanks a lot for that, Glenn. I appreciate uh, that one. I got about 50 texts from people. Where, I'm watching this Boston bombing documentary and you're in it. Oh, great. This is working you're with welcome. Glenn Beck brings you all sorts of wonderful things. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, I think it is important. I, I don't mean to, to, to reverse this here a little bit here, Glenn, but it's important for people to understand, it's especially in this audience. You guys are responsible for they this. They did it. You, this yeah. is all done solely because this audience came together. And we have a hundred examples of this, including the evacuation of people from Afghanistan. I mean, we could just go on and on and on and on. Uh, the, the Christians people during the Iraq. caliphate. Um, yeah. I, all these things that this audience has done. And there will never be a glowing documentary about all the things that the people in this audience have accomplished. But there should be. I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible story of people coming together to listen to some boob on the radio and have done so many important things that have changed the course of history. I mean, it really is an amazing really story. Yeah, I, I want you to know um, there are things uh, that this audience has done that has been collected by the Smithsonian because they found it of current um, uh, current significance. Whether it will be kept in 100 years, they will decide in 100 years. But things that you have done have are sitting, you know, in one of those, uh, you know, one of those boxes at the end of the, the good Indiana Jones. Uh, and and it's being preserved because you've made a huge difference. Don't underestimate the power of the individual. Don't underestimate your power. Um, you have done a lot of things. And one of them is ESG. Uh, we're going to talk about that next hour. What what uh, uh, what they admitted yesterday on ESG is stunning, and it is all because of you. Thank you. It is an honor to serve you. Truly, an honor to serve you. Back in just a minute. It is. Uh, it's time for our uh, quick uh, commercial uh, sponsorship from American Financing. Let's, Jeffy, go ahead. Tell them about American Financing. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now that's the important thing right there. That's what the government wants you to know, because that's all the important stuff. I have that MLS thing. I got to, you know, you got to sear that in because you know what that means. Right. Anyway, um, inflation is a big problem, not really to the government, uh, but it's destroying your spending power right now. I just looked at a story. Let's see if I can find this a story about Disney and how Disney's prices have gone up over the years. And yeah, here it is. Listen to this. Um, Disney is now charging uh, for the Animal Kingdom $159, blah, blah, blah. It's about $600 per person just to get into the door if you're going to the park. By comparison, a ticket to the Magic Kingdom was $95, $95 in 2013. That's the equivalent of $125.46 today. That's inflation adjusted. That means in 2013, 10 years ago, your dollar was worth a lot more than it is. You really need to make sure that your financing is taken care of, that you are out from underneath all of those credit card bills. 
Please, if you need help with financing on any level, check AmericanFinancing.net out. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, the Secret Service has now testified about the cocaine thing in the White House, and they've reached a conclusion-ish. It is shoulder shrug. They are now closing the investigation without a suspect. Now, why they couldn't just keep looking, I don't know. You'd think it would be kind of important that a white powder wound up in the White House with no one knows how it got there. They only announced it, I believe, because they thought it was ricin. Yeah. Okay? Or, yeah, or anthrax So they announce it. Mm-hmm. Now, anthrax or ricin comes in. You close an investigation without knowing how a baggie of white powder got in past your security. Unreal. You are putting the president's life in danger. This is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And every American should stand up and say that. Let me talk a little bit about Rough Greens. Um, Are you feeding your pet the best food you can be feeding him? Um, You might be you might think you are. But if you're if you're doing any kind of kibble food, you're probably not uh, because all the good stuff is cooked out of it, Um, you know. Green is good. I'm so sick and tired of hearing, eat your greens, you need more greens. Why you got to have some green on your plate? Except with my dog, I agree with that. (laughs) Rough greens. If it's green, it's good for you. Minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins. You just sprinkle it on the food, and it is great. Call 833-GLENN-33. It's roughgreens.com, 833-GLENN-33. Call them now. Get your sample bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Uh, See if your dog loves it. And over time, you will see such great things happening with your dog. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. America, I want to talk to you about AI and uh, Dark Future is the name of my brand new book that is now out on shelves. Um, I urge you to get it, read it. It is uh, it's a fascinating look at the future and why they say dark future. What? Why is it dark? Because Kamala Harris is involved in AI. And if you don't think that's a problem, listen to what Kamala said yesterday at the 
AI roundtable with some of the biggest minds of AI. Listen to how she opened that roundtable. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. Oh my gosh, she is so dumb. I mean, really. I said earlier, she talks like a first grade teacher, but that's an insult to all first grade teachers. Uh, and I was gonna say she's more like a first grader, but that's an insult to all first graders. My gosh, she's stupid. Anyway, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about AI. And in case you don't know, that's two letters. We begin in 60 seconds. Wow. I mean, stupidity at a biblical level. As Americans, we're staring down the barrel at a dark future right now. Wow, that'd be a catchy book title, wouldn't it? Over the past couple of years, we've seen food shortages here and there. This could be the tip of the iceberg. The hard times could soon be facing us, uh, and it is a real and present danger. They keep talking about the real and present danger being global warming. Well, even if you believe that, if you believe that global warming is going to do all the things that they say it's going to do, then you should be preparing as well with food. I personally think there's a much like, uh, much more likely uh, chance of society breaking down and our dollar breaking down. There are huge discounts going on right now at MyPatriotSupply.com. You can get a four-week emergency food kit. You'll need it for your family if, you know, the world is heated up in a fiery furnace and we all freeze to death or whatever it is. Um, but you'll also need it, you know, if you lose your job or if there are food shortages or whatever it is. Please be prepared. MyPatriotSupply.com I will tell you, we prayed this morning as a staff together and... And I think we should do this more often. We said thank you for the time that we have had in living in this free society. And thank you for the time we've had to prepare for whatever comes next. Please don't waste the time you have to prepare. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. So Justin Haskins is uh, with us. He is the co-author of my new book called Dark Future. He is also with the Heartland Institute. He is a Socialism Research Center director. Um, and I don't know if you know this, Justin, but I, it may change the way I look at our entire book. I didn't know that AI was two letters. I had no idea. <laughs> you guys didn't cover that wait in the book minute. at all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Mm -hmm. It's no. two? Yeah, two letters. Yeah, it's two. two and letters. they stand for words. Yeah. They stand for words. Yeah. It's an acronym? Wait yeah. a minute. What? Oh. oh. The whole time I, it was. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. It's astounding. Wow. That, it's astounding. It was hit, staring us right in the face. If, right it, in the face. This is why we need an AI czar. Mm. Without, an, without yes. an AI czar, how will we ever we know? We would know that. No. Can you imagine being one of those people that are 
are deeply involved in AI, how insulting it is to sit there in a room being moderated by the dumbest person in America. It is quite shocking that she was picked that she was picked for this position. She really is. I, I mean, for those who don't know, I wasn't joking. She is the AI's R for, for the Biden administration. That's like official duty of Kamala Harris. And, and of all the people they could have chosen, of all the people, I mean, she is literally the worst person that they could have possibly picked. And as you, as you just pointed out, well, she's, it's, it's an insult to all of these people who pride themselves on being deeply invested in this, they already believe that most Americans don't really understand this technology. And then you pick the dumbest person in the universe to be the face of this well, for your administration? Now, is it possible that they misunderstood what artificial intelligence means and they've heard <laughs> her speeches when she's given the words to speak, she sounds intelligent, and maybe they thought that's artificial intelligence. Oh my gosh. She's so dumb that when we give her words, that's artificial intelligence for you. Yeah. With um, a, yeah. It is, it's bad. It's bad. And what they're talking about now is woke AI. Um. Gee, that sounds kind of bad, Justin, doesn't it? Yeah, we, we talk about this a lot in the book. There's a ton of information in the book, not information from Kamala Harris. We, you know, there, there just is no reason for that. <laughs> it was too scientific. It was too scientific. <laughs> too scientific. It was too scientific for the book Dark Future. Right, but we, we knew as soon as we started learning about ESG, we, we've been talking about this now for a couple of years behind the scenes. How if yeah. you're embedding ESG into everything, embedding ESG into artificial intelligence would be a really smart thing to do if you're the elites. Because if you control artificial intelligence, then you have more power, you, that you'll be in control of all of society soon. And so one Correct. of the, th as dumb as these statements were from Kamala, from, uh, Kamala Harris, I want to say she did tip herself off. This is something we talk about in the book. The Biden administration wants to make AI woke. And she essentially says this. She says, and so the machine is taught. It's taught. We're teaching the machine. OK. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine. So she's talking about data and programming. And we can predict then if we think about what information is going in, meaning the data and programming, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions, opinions that may be made through that process. So if you break all that down, essentially what she's saying is if we can put the right information in and we can program it we the control. right way, we control it. That's what she's trying to say. We, yeah. She just can't even yeah. do that. We control the outcome. Yes. yes. We control the outcome. That's exactly what she's, uh, what she's talking about. Let me play something. Uh, uh, and it is really important that you listen to the words that Maxine Waters said yesterday about ESG. Now, remind you, Maxine Waters was one of the one of the people jumping up and down saying ESG is a conspiracy theory that it doesn't affect anyone. It's just a way to look at investments. That was her then. Now listen to what she said yesterday. It's become a dirty word for corporate America. It's gotten so politicized. 
It certainly has gotten politicized, and it's unfortunate because it's inevitable uh, that everyone is going to have to participate in dealing with mm. the environmental crisis, social uh, activity, and of course, uh, corporate governance. And so even if these attempts uh, to deny or to delay are taking place in the, in the final analysis, we're going to have to have ESG. And so, yes, uh, we're paying a lot of attention to it. Uh, we're going to fight back against these attempts to deny or destroy uh, the whole idea of environmental, uh, social and governance. Uh, but uh, we have to do it in order to save this planet. So it was a conspiracy. Now she's saying everyone will have to comply so now it's top down and everything we've been telling you about it is clearly true and couple that with what kamala said about ai that's your automatic 24 7 policeman and we go into this in dark future we talk about how exactly uh, AI can monitor your water usage, um, all of the things that you say in your home, online, all of the devices that are in your home currently that are mapping you, listening to you, gathering information. Um, and that's just for commercial purposes. When ESG scores are in, you have China and their lockdown system. It is a social credit score. It is the Black Mirror episode. If you haven't seen that, uh, then you don't know what is possible. You watch that and go, oh, you watch um, Mission Impossible, the new one that's out in the movie theaters. That's the, the there's so many holes in that movie if you know about uh, ASI, uh, artificial super intelligence, so many holes in that movie, but at least it gives you a basic understanding of what we're talking about in dark future. That is your future. Yes. And they're, and they're being so open about it. It's I not, we, we don't, you don't have to speculate. I mean, we just read that quote from, from Kamala Harris. There was a report that just came out. This was maybe uh, a week or two ago from a um, institutional shareholder services. Okay. So these are the people who are, they're involved in proxy voting in on wall street. All right. You don't need to know the mm -hmm. details of that, but basically these are the people BlackRock goes to for advice on how people should vote in these shareholder meetings, all right? They produced a report about discrimination in artificial intelligence and the dangers that that might cause, discrimination with artificial intelligence. And they said this in their report, a primary way to improve, so this is, what, this is the kind of thing they're telling BlackRock, the largest shareholder in the world, a primary way to improve AI model fairness is the specification of fairness-aware algorithms. This means that in addition to other objectives, such as predicting high job performance, user engagement, or other successful outcomes, the model also factors in fairness metrics, such as gender balance. These constraints encourage predictions that are equitable across certain protected, uh, protected 
attributes, thereby mitigating discrimination. And then it goes on with all sorts of examples of how if you manipulate the data that goes in or you manip into the AI system or you manipulate the code of the, the algorithm itself in the AI system, you can control the outcome to make it more equitable. These are the most powerful, influential people in the world who are telling the biggest shareholders in the world, this is what we need to do with AI. And then BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street Global Advisors and people like that then go to the corporations and say, if you're using AI, it needs to be equitable and fair and you need to do these kinds of things. That's how all this stuff works. And if you're not paying attention to institutional shareholder services and only nerds <laughs> like me actually are reading these freaking reports, then you would never know that this is what's going on. And that's why Dark Future is so important, because we give you all of that information. We make it digestible and understandable. You don't have to be a tech expert, okay? Glenn is a futurist. He's been a futurist a long time. He knows a lot about technology. I do not. I came into this as a moron. And I'm leaving it as a slightly smarter moron, and I'm, <laughs> and everyone else who's a moron who reads this book will feel the same way. I think. I I will tell you that when we first discussed this, and I said I want to discuss AI and future technology, your eyes got really big, like, oh crap, I don't know any of that stuff. Uh, and uh, and the nice thing is, is we cover everything. Um, in such a way, because we're co-writers of this, yeah. that I know what I wanted to address. And Justin took it and made sure that it wasn't real wonky, that mm -hmm. everyone can understand it. Um, because you, when, you're, when you've watched it as long as I have, you tend to um, just expect that everybody understands everything. So we take it from the very beginning in bite-size uh, portions. So you really can understand it. By the end of the book, you're there. Uh, I mean, when I, when I did the, um, uh, the audio book, which by the way, I don't know why the, I think the audio book comes out in a couple of weeks, but I don't know why Kindle isn't other than, I think Amazon hasn't put the Kindle book up yet. And it, Kind of smokes me, kind of yeah. smokes me, um, but uh, it's uh, the Kindle version or the digital version is not there. I'm kind of glad in a way, because if you're going to buy the book, you should have a digital or you should have a print uh, hard copy of it. But I, I generally read uh, digitally and then keep the hard copy myself. Um, but anyway, that's all coming out. And when I'm reading it and where we're recording it a few weeks ago. The people that I was recording it with um, are uh, producers of different things on uh, the Blaze TV and um, and Mercury. And as we were sitting there, they listen to the show every day, but they didn't understand. They told me, you know, halfway through, I didn't really understand what you were talking about. I didn't know how all of that worked. I didn't I didn't connect all of the dots. And that is what this book will help you do. Uh, and it is vital because this is the time that our future is being decided. This is way more than ESG. You can find it at glensnewbook.com or wherever books are sold. It's called Dark Future. More in just a second. First, our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. We're going to talk a little bit about um, 
uh, central bank digital currencies, that's a chapter in the book as well. And they're becoming very, very popular with the elite now. And that is total control. If they have all of the information on you so they can predict you, they can watch you, they can track everything you're thinking and even dreaming, literally dreaming, then they have complete control of your money. You are a slave to the system. Goldline would like to uh, help you prepare for those times and time when maybe our dollar uh, becomes worth less and less and less. You can put gold or silver into your savings. That way, if you have a if you have some sort of retirement fund, you can put some of it into gold or silver. I just gave you a, a, a stat uh, from I think it was the Wall Street Journal talking about the prices at Disney and what is now, I think, one hundred and twenty five or one hundred and thirty eight dollars. Ten years ago, it was uh, it was ninety five dollars. That's not a price increase. That's just the unjust adjustment for inflation. That means your dollar has lost all of that value. All of that value. Think of that. That's a kind of a really bad thing. And it's going to increase losing its value faster and faster. If you paid $95 for something 10 years ago in gold, you'd pay the same amount of gold today for the same thing not your dollar gold is and you're actually probably making money on gold now but gold is the hedge against inflation and destruction of currency this week only with every purchase of five of their popular one ounce gold legal tender bar cards this is something um, i helped design with the canadian mint they only make these for gold line uh, you will receive 25 ounces of pure silver for free, 25 of the silver Mayflower rounds to commemorate the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower. No cost. 25 ounces of pure silver, no cost, for every one ounce gold legal tender bar card. Do it now at goldline.com. Goldline.com. Call them. They're waiting for you now at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. 10 seconds, station ID. Talking to Justin Haskins, uh, he is the co-author of my new book called Dark Future. Did you see the news yesterday about what is uh, what's coming out on digital currency from the central banks? Did you see that story? The report about how many of them are adopting it, or is it something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did. it's that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's incredible. Uh, and what what they're saying is is that more and more countries are warming up and preparing a digital central bank digital currency that means the end of the u.s dollar uh it means the end of uh freedom on how you spend your dollar yeah can you explain a little bit of that justin yeah definitely there was a uh the bank of international settlements they went out and they surveyed the central banks of the world. So the Federal Reserve, the 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 bank for the European Central Bank, all the all these big central banks around the world, and they asked them if they were developing or had any plans to develop 
a central bank digital currency, most of which would be a programmable central bank digital currency. And what they found was that 93% said that they were going to do this. 93% said that they were studying it, that they were developing it, or that they had already released one. It's astounding. It's it is coming only, everywhere. It's only 93%. That's it. Could be worse. The rest of it is just, yeah, it's, the rest of it's just a conspiracy theory. <laughs> More in just a second. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. What a coincidence, and I'm Glenn Beck. Thank you so much for listening. Um, it is time for us to take our, our position in history. We, we need to no longer stand for the reign of terror. We have to have the will and the determination to stand up and defeat flawed ideas and ideals. But we will not do it by just being against things we have to be for something give your kids and your grandkids a chance to resist these bad ideas by giving them the great ideas behind the american experiment once they learn those they'll know how to defend and why to defend the country the tuttle twins has a new history book out they use storytelling to teach powerful ideas and stories behind america's founding you'll love it they also would like to give you a bonus. The new history book is out. The Tuttle Twins are also giving away one family a vacation getaway to visit the great historic sites around Boston. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. No purchase necessary. Go see the website for details. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code WILLNOTBECENSORED and get 30 bucks off. I want to tie a few things together. First of all, uh, go back to uh, Maxine Waters and what she said about ESG yesterday. Listen. It's become a dirty word for corporate America. It's gotten so politicized. It certainly has gotten politicized, and it's unfortunate because it's, because it's inevitable uh, that <sighs> everyone is going to have to participate in dealing with. Okay, stop. Okay, mandatory. It will be mandatory. You will have to participate in ESG. So everything they said about a conspiracy theory is now clearly off the table. They're saying it. So you will have to deal with a social credit score. Now I want you to listen to what uh, Kamala Harris said at the AI meeting yesterday. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. Oh, my God. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in. Okay, what stop. Then- what she's saying here is that um, we're going to teach AI about ESG. 
We're going to talk to uh, the computer and teach the algorithms to look for equity, to look for social justice, to look for environmental wrongs, um, to look at governance. Now, remember, Maxine Waters just said this is inevitable. Everyone will be forced. You'll have to deal with it. Now they're talking about AI making that an all-seeing, all-knowing policeman. So now, what is the punishment? Let me bring you to central bank digital currency. This is from page 154 of Dark Future. Now, tie all these things together. Listen carefully. When people think of digital currencies, they usually think of decentralized blockchain currencies like those discussed earlier in this chapter. But a U.S. central bank digital currency would likely be completely different, especially if it's developed under the Biden administration or another leftist White House. Why? Because they're going to teach it. Although developers of CBDCs promise these new currencies will be safe and designed to protect some privacy rights, footnote 373, one of the primary appeals of a CBDC is, from the perspective of governments, is that it would be programmable, meaning it could be designed to act in a certain way based on predetermined criteria. So tie this in. You're going to have an ESG score. It's going to be tied with AI watching you and now a digital currency that is responsive to AI and those scores. A programmable central bank digital currency could be designed so it could only be utilized for certain kinds of purchases or so that it has limits on the amount of times it can be used to buy certain goods or products. It's even more likely that some CBDCs, including a U.S. digital dollar, would be designed so the rules for its use could change over time. So if the geniuses of the Fed wake up one day and determine that the U.S. digital dollar should no longer be used to buy gasoline-powered cars, ammunition, guns, alcohol, fatty foods, or pretty much anything else they want to ban, federal bureaucrats could, with a push of a few buttons, make their little authoritarian dream become a reality depending on how the law is written governing cbdc it is possible and i would argue likely that additional legislation would not be required to make such changes in other words cbdc's are created in europe and north america and the fed and other central banks not a democratically elected legislature are likely going to be in charge of how those digital dollars are used that's how the Federal Reserve and some other central banks act today with very little oversight. A programmable digital CBDC could also easily be tracked, taken away, or have their supply greatly expanded and on short notice. Think how effortless it would be for the Fed to provide a shiny new stimulus plan in an era of the digital dollar. Just make a phone call, wrap some keys on a keyboard, and boom, a trillion dollars delivered to a hundred million people all within a couple of minutes. 
With all these possibilities in mind, is it difficult to imagine why a central bank or its allies in national governments would want to develop a CBDC? So tie this again together. You're going to have a social credit score, something they denied. They said that that was a conspiracy theory. We warned you that it wasn't. Most of your friends have no idea what ESG is. It is vital that they understand that. That's what the entire first book, The Great Reset, was about. Once you understand that that's not a conspiracy theory, that that is a way to control corporations first, all the way down to you in the end. And when I say the end, I'm not talking five years out. I'm talking the next 18 to 24 months. It will control you. Then, when that is forced on everyone, you have an AI monitoring your every move. If you don't have the right credit score and they introduce CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, and it is programmable, exactly what Kamala Harris was talking about with AI, putting the information in that it that the government wants it to have so it will have certain parameters that these leftists want to have in for your money it's not your money if you step out of bounds if you complain about lgbtq they don't need the fbi to investigate you AI will already know what you've written, who you're talking to, what you said at any kind of meeting or any meeting where your phone is on. And if you think that I am exaggerating, you are sadly misled and misguided. It will gather all of the information automatically and it will change your score in real time and you won't be able to do things that you want to do we told you yesterday about how transportation you're not going to be able to fly and go places you're not even going to be able to drive your car from city to city if you don't have a perfect score and as i told you yesterday or the day before the un UNESCO outlined in 2019 that you could have a low ESG score if you're a journalist. Why? Because you're going to be talking to people whose view does not agree with ESG or one of the other things that they're measuring. And if you talk to them for your job as a journalist, your point will go down, your score will go down, and you may not be able to drive your car. You'll have to ride a bus. This is not science fiction. This is true, and it is happening, and I do not want you to take my word for it. You'll notice I said, this is page 156, and I told you that it was, what, uh, footnote 373? I think so. This whole thing is footnoted. So everything is clear that you can go and find the original source. And again, listen to what they're saying today.
They were lying to you then when they said this is a conspiracy theory because they are saying today you must. It's inevitable and you will have to participate. It's inevitable. I thought it was a conspiracy theory. So today's conspiracy theory is tomorrow's absolute fact. And by tomorrow, you could be in a digital jail. You need to understand what's happening. And you can find it all in the book, Dark Future. It is incredibly important that you understand it. And if you, if you know people that will ask honest questions, whose mind can be changed still with facts, not theories, not conspiracies, but with facts. And you and they will do their own homework and they will change their position and wake up. If they're presented with the truth, you need to tell them about this. Most people are not going to change. Most people, but we don't need everybody. We need 20% of this nation strong on this. Everyone in this audience was born for a reason. One of those reasons, and I don't know how it plays out in your life, but one of those reasons I believe you were born at this time is to save the freedom of all mankind. This is not a Republican Democrat thing. This is a human thing. This will spread over the entire world. China is already lost to it. It cannot enter the United States of America or there will be no place to run. Please, I urge you to pick up the book, even if it's in a library, if they'll allow it. Go to glensnewbook.com. That's glensnewbook.com. It's called Dark Future. Back in just a second. First, our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. Lee lives in uh, Ohio, and one Sunday morning, not so long ago, she found herself sitting on the couch in tears. She'd been suffering from pain all day after years and years and years. She just couldn't take it. And in that moment, it broke her. And that's when she did something she didn't think she was going to do. She ordered the stuff Glenn Beck was ranting about on uh, the air, Relief Factor. Enough was finally enough for her. She was willing to just try it. She wrote and she said within eight days of starting, she began to feel her symptoms lessen. And within a month, she was almost completely out of pain. Lee, that's really the way it happened with me. It started slow. Within a month, three weeks, I stopped taking it and the pain returned. And I realized how much progress I had made. And after a month or two, my pain was completely under control. I could live again. Nowadays, she says she gets on about uh, half the dose she started on, and she feels like a new person every day. Three-week quick start, 1995. Just try it for three weeks. See if it will relieve your pain like it did for Lee and it did for me. Change your life. Get it back. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. ReliefFactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Thanks so much for listening today. I want to say one more thing about uh, uh, AI. 
what you need to understand is the future that we're talking about is really the past. Mussolini, Hitler, Stalin, Mao, they all tried these things, including eugenics. But technology wasn't there yet. So it ended in millions of dead. This still may end in millions of dead. However, they have the ability now to control your every moment and every thought uh, and every action. And eugenics is part of it again. Justin? Yeah, this is really, really creepy stuff. But there are these companies that are now popping up. One just recently uh, emerged out of Tel Aviv in Israel. And the whole idea Mm. behind this company is that they developed AI-powered embryo evaluation software that they're going to use to uh, help evaluate embryos and apply an advanced algorithm to determine the best candidates for pregnancy. And they say among the things that they're going to use this for is to identify embryos. This is for IVF. Identify embryos like uh, for genetic abnormalities, uh, for implantation success, for gender, and for other things. And you can't see this currently, you can't do this currently, but with AI technology, you have the ability to evaluate these embryos. And then they're going to provide these embryos with a numeric score. And then the clinician will then make the decision as to which embryo they're going to use. So literally, they're giving credit, social credit scores to these embryos. I mean, eugenics is coming. I know everything that they tried to do in the death camps uh, by picking eye colors and everything else. It is happening again. It's just going to happen in a uh, more neat fashion. We'll have more on this uh, next week. Tomorrow, Stu and I are going to be in uh, Iowa and we're going to be uh, uh, with all of the candidates, including Asa Hutchinson, which I am. He did a he he had a talk. The press actually wrote it up and said that he spoke to a a room full of six people on Tuesday night in Iowa. Maybe they were very fat uh, and they they filled up all the space. Well, that may have been Chris Christie. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Is Chris going to be there tomorrow? Chris Christie? I do not believe he he will be there. No, I don't think so. Um, He's, of course, just Mm. running a campaign to go after Donald Trump and raise his own profile. Sure. There was a great interview with him, though, where they, you know, he's getting all this glowing press treatment. And it's it's all like, you know, Chris Christie's the one man who can take out Donald Trump in a debate and all this. And it's like, really? Yeah, they, they asked him at the one point, you know, why? And he said, well, you know, Donald Trump has never had a guy like me. He's never been up against a guy like me from New Jersey who knows his game, who knows what he does. I know these people. And I know exactly what he does. And Wait I thought to myself, uh, Chris, he already ran against you specifically. He literally and destroyed you in 2016. You. Yeah. This has already happened, right? He, you were already that person before, and he already Are you in a food you coma? <laughs> yeah, not good. All right, from Iowa, tomorrow with Tucker Carlson and the candidates, uh, you'll hear them right here and on Blaze TV. Program. 